0: Hello, everybody. This is the Happy Work Environment, the podcast. And with you is your host, Lana Maher, co hosting with David Andrew. And for today's topic, we are talking about equity and equality. Why is it important to have both in the workplace? And how can we apply equity and equality in everything that we do at work? How can applying them can really create a big disruption and create a big change within the company? Hi, David. Hi, Lana. We are recording our eighth podcast. Can you believe it?
1: I'm really excited. I think all our podcasts are really uh, valuable. And also, I love listening to it, although I'm speaking on it myself with you. But I love listening to it over and over again. And uh, I believe uh, it helps me to relearn what I'm actually talking about. So that's very helpful.
0: I do feel the same thing. It's when I hear it again while editing and afterwards that I feel that I am refining the way that I think and speak and learn and teach and share everything that I've learned. And it just excites me that every time we have a podcast, I feel very proud of ourselves being committed recording every week, giving helpful information for everybody to be happier at work because that's what we want to do and want to see our happy employees from the bottom top, top to bottom in an organization. So let's get into and dive into our topic for today, equity and equality. Like we said last time in our previous podcast is that we love words and words can really change so much and so many dynamics in everything that we do, especially that when we understand the meanings of these words. David, what does equality mean to you? Um,
1: if you look at from a human perspective, you know, we are all equal beings, human beings as such, and irrespective of our color of our skin, background, race, religion, gender, whatever it is, we are all equal as people. So as human, we are all equal, uh, and to me that is equality of just being humans, uh, I've also noticed that although we practice equality as human beings, and that's how we are, but it's not necessarily experienced in many areas of our human life, in many different places. Whether you live in a country or you, know, you work in a business environment or uh, in political structure, then the equality is actually not there. Although there's a lot talked about because it's a word that we like to use Uh, and uh, but our I believe our podcast is going to deep dive into a little bit more of how equality works in a workplace and paired with equity
0: yeah and you know what I'm hearing is that we are different people with different colors and different abilities and different heights and uh, different wits and different strengths and uh, different body parts yeah. as well so there's all of these difference and yet we are all equal we're all human and we are all equal in having a life no matter how we look like we are all under the umbrella of humanity of humans and you mentioned something that yes We do not see it applied in society, in government, in many places. And what we want to do as Happy Work Environment is see that happening in the workplace and starting from there, where there are already a group of people in this organization where they can practice equality and know what it means, and give everybody the equal rights and equal opportunities. That's what I feel that equality is, is that everyone has the same rights and same opportunities. Yeah,
1: I agree with you because especially in a work environment, uh, equality has to do with giving everybody, everyone the exact same resources. So Everybody has access to the same resources. Uh, Let me just say, you know, like a desk and a chair, for example, as basic as that, right? So if you're working in an office, everyone gets a desk and a chair and a laptop and all the resources that they need uh, to to function. Uh, Where does equity fit into all this, you know? And I would just say a one-line sentence, it involves distributing those resources based on the needs of every individual, people who need it for example if I had a particular kind of disability or if I had some special needs or something to have that effect you know certain my resources were uh, designed in certain way like if I needed a, a higher chair or straight back chair or whatever it is those resources are given to me and so it so although I have the resources but it meets my personal needs as well I see this happen in, when I was to work for the for the council, for example, right? There were people with bad back problems. So they had special chairs for those people uh, with special desk heights so they could work comfortably. That's equity. They have the resources, but now they have sort of redesigned, modified things for these people to work.
0: That's a really great example that you brought up is, yes, equity is about understanding everybody's needs and uh, channeling these these resources according to these needs. Yes, we do supply tables and chairs for everybody and that is equality. Now, there are some people that need special chairs or need special desks or equipment in order for them to, to succeed. Now, equality and equity, they are intertwined and I feel like One doesn't work well without the other. They empower each other. And there are so many policies that we see in the work environment or in any organization is that they focus more on equality rather than equity. And so they will fall short on so many policies, just applying one policy for everybody.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've got some few more examples of how employers can attract more new talents and retain them for a longer time by making the workforce obviously more diverse, but also meeting the the needs of those new talents, Uh, for example, by making job descriptions accessible, right? Everybody has got access, so it's very clear the hiring is done on on, on the skills basis how skillful these people are for example not everybody gets a chance to go to the university and have degrees per se right but they are very skillful people right they can still do the job so the equity is based on their skills just not on their qualifications right so you should make provision for that because those people uh could bring a lot of value to your company uh provide uh, incentives to people when they are working right Uh, nobody wants to work in an environment where they are working very hard for a lesser pay while somebody next door is doing very little for the same pay for example right so there's those kind of things that will begin to happen and you will realize that people will suddenly feel that they're not happy at this workplace, right? Uh, so there are lots of different things that uh, the employers can think about providing not only the equality of diverse workforces, but also making an equitable uh, proposition that people with certain needs wear pro and feel empowered and feel motivated in being in a work environment because these words are abstract words you said we focus on words right equality and equity are abstract words you don't actually can't show what it is it has to be felt in the in the in the organization
0: you to know be experience
1: to it's, be, it's, it, it has to be experienced
0: lived yeah. and practiced and thought of while while working yeah when i'm a leader in a team or in a company am i giving everybody the equal the equal opportunity to come and speak to me when they need or is there like any favoritism that is happening? And we wanna be aware of favoritism. Sometimes it can happen subconsciously without knowing. And we also wanna bring in equity in this that which of my team members do need more of my attention, more of my help or need more training courses as you said in the beginning that yes, some people did not have the opportunity to go to a university. And somehow in our workplace and organizations nowadays, that that has been a big criteria for promotions. So how can I help my employee overcome this when I know that they're very skilled, they're very experienced, they learned so much of the job, on the job, probably more than anyone that went to university and learned so many bunch of other things. So how can we give them the opportunity and give them the equal right? Because that's where they can have the equal right to achieve and the equity in giving them what they need in order to achieve uh, this promotion. Let's say in terms of benefits, I realized, yes, we can say that um, it, when you're in a higher position, you make more money and I feel maybe not many people would want to have it fully flat because there's a lot of work and experience that's being put into a person, uh, I mean, a person's time that's being spent that they become a CEO or chief executive of some sort. And yes, that could be them paying for extra courses, for coaching personal coaching, things like that, and then make more money, however it is. But let's look at the benefits that are being given to the employees why aren't the benefits equal? That's something that I've asked when I've worked at large organizations that how come at a certain level you are allowed a gym membership and some certain training courses or uh, having a personal coach, but when you are... At a junior level, that you don't have that access to a gym. It's like, don't you want your whole organization to be healthy? And the person who is in the, who is in a junior level could not afford a yearly gym membership, like someone that is in a higher level making more money. So, I feel like in these kind of things, why can't we bring in equality in this sense?
1: I think I think one other thing you know obviously there's a lot of what you just said and and you're absolutely right, you know you
0: say a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah uh, but 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 everything resonates with people with our listeners and it resonated with me as well because you mentioned a couple of things about somebody who's in a senior position in the company, the level of equity they get is, is based on their position, uh, although it could benefit a lot of junior people too. For their job because if i was working as a as an accounts clerk right i would not compare myself to a ceo and expect to get all what a ceo gets right but then i would normally compare myself to few other account people who work alongside me and i would also compare myself to say hey how much pay do i get Right. And how much do these people get? Some people might have started a lot longer than I did. Right. So they might have been a higher, higher wages or higher salary than I am. So when I began to compare myself in the same level as other people, but also in the outside market, suddenly in my mind, I'm really beginning to compare my position, my job, my my benefits with similar kind of people in other companies and say, how come they get more or they get less and I get more? And so there is a sense of a disparity begins to, to, to start in my mind. And if I see physically with my own eyes that some of other people who are exactly on the same pay as me are not pulling their weight, right? And they still get paid the same money. Uh, uh, but I, I, I feel like, oh, I'm just going to start doing lesser now. So I'm lowering my productivity now based on, I'm not being treated fair, for example. Those kind of feelings will happen and might come out in our conversation when we talk to each other. So if the employers are listening to any of what we are saying, they probably are aware of it, right? So I would, I would, I would encourage to say, you know what, revisit the whole scenario of the company and there is, a, there is a, a, a company employee survey form that they can fill out and, and ask for the level of happiness and everything and get a survey and get a real insight into how people are feeling. Because this is what is the downward journey towards demotivation.
0: <laughs> yes, and I feel like to ask these questions about fairness, about how they feel in different parts or different aspects of the job when it comes to money, when it comes to promotion, when it comes to the relationships that they have with their managers, with their peers, with other departments, uh, how do they feel HR is doing. So. Get people, everybody involved. And that's how a company or employers can really evaluate the level of happiness of their employees just by asking how do they feel about the fairness levels, okay? And what can be done? You get to hear from your people the solutions because only your people know what's best for them. And when you listen to them and hear them out hear what their needs are you are applying equity and giving everybody the right to express the right the right to come up and share what they would feel that can make this company better make them feel so much better happy at the company Because happy people become more driven and more motivated. And motivated means more performance, high performance. And what does high performance mean?
1: (laughs) High performance means is that the quality of your work is good, is great. Your customers out there whom you're serving are more happier. Uh, it, it you know it's like a snowball effect of good things really, you know. And um, what what I would say is that I'll, I'll put myself both in as a CEO in a CEO position, as so as a as a person who's worked uh, on a on a, on an office level for years, and I've I've seen both sides of the coin, and I feel like it's going back to where we began in the first few earlier podcasts to say you know what. We are an organism, we are a whole organization, right? And although there are different parts in the in, in the organization, we all function as a unit and everyone is treated with respect. As you said in one of your last podcasts, we said, you know, if your, if your, if your thumb hurts or if your thumb is paining, you know, whole body aches, right? And, and I'm saying this not as just like a, some sentence, you know, just to say, oh, this is also woolly, no. Really, it is important that you measure the happiness level, the mental health level, the stress level, the anxiety level, the workload level, and the uh, the wages, the pay rises, the benefits, the bonuses, whatever it is, right? Measure it according to what the employees, the performance. I totally believe in if you're not a good performer, you're not fit for that job, right? But if you're a good performer, but then you start, you know, performing low because you're unhappy there and you don't see fairness, you don't see transparency, you don't see honesty, you see impartiality with people, you see that people are treated differently just because of their position. All this will create a sense a feeling of of, uh, dissatisfaction. You know, and, and, and that's not being in a very happy place, right? So our podcasts are designed to create an awareness within organizations to really say, you know what, let's make something different. Let's be different. Let's be the best. And that's the attitude that we all can develop, right? And as coaches and as consultants, that's exactly what we come and help you do that. Because I know it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of conversation. And people sometimes don't want to talk directly to somebody, right, inside the organization. So they can talk to us, right? But we want to work with the organization to help them achieve this equality and equity working in harmony.
0: Yes, yes. Because the words equity and equality, when we have them working in harmony together in every aspect of business in between how people are with each other how they communicate with each other communicate with equality because we can hear so many different issues between men women younger older new uh, or veteran there's always this Differentiation that you can hear about, or someone would complain, it was like, oh, you're a dinosaur. These are kind of words that you would hear, or you're such a newbie, you don't you still don't know the business, and disregarding them as them not having so much to offer.
1: You know what? Because I laugh when you said the word dinosaur and newbie, right? <laughs> probably I probably might be sort of shifting towards the dinosaur zone right? But I have I've have, I have heard these words, you know, you're an old timer, you're a dinosaur, you know, and the older people say, oh, you've just born yesterday. Now, I don't know what they intend by saying this to each other and what do they get out of it, but certainly that language and that name calling or that kind of, you know, description or characterization doesn't really
0: help anyone. Right. It creates a gap between people and then there is no equality. between No, you
1: them. know, yeah. so I just think I think we should also change our language the way we speak to people and how we address things, you know, because although we are sort of feel lighthearted about this, but um, in reality, And I know from experience, and after speaking to a lot of people, not many people really are happy at their jobs, right? So I asked them, what would make you happy? Only if I was treated fairly. Mm -hmm. Fairly. Wow. I said, what's so unfair? You know, he or she, they get this and they get looked after or whatever. And people will give you lots and lots of reasons, right? And that's an outlet for them to speak to somebody outdoors or speak to their peers outside the company or within inside the company. And this is fragmenting the team, separating the team, disintegrating the thing. And then managers have to work much harder Harder and harder to get productivity out of all these people. So it's a tough job for the managers. And I would really encourage the managers to really think, you know, be aware of who your team members are. Have they got any challenges? When was the last time you asked them, how are you? And how are things with you? You know, something simple, things like that makes people feel good. And it's not a rocket science, this is. This is basically, as we say, going back to humanity and treating each other with a bit of respect, a bit of kindness, a bit of, you know, say, hey, you know, we are working for the same big company. we have all working to make ourselves successful together. This is not a personal success to me. Although people become personally successful in an environment, which is good to be ambitious and to have the drive and to climb up the ladder, but not by putting somebody down that you put yourself up.
0: Yeah, it's like not stepping and climbing onto people rather than having people carry you up because they believe in you and they believe in what you want to offer.
1: I think the elder people, the older people, the more experienced people in the company should treat the new ones, the new talents as mentors, be mentors to these people, right? Yeah? Support them, guide them. Uh, That's the last thing young people want to hear is criticism and say how bad you are, how lazy you are. You haven't got the experience.
0: And of course, you know, the younger people are going to be saying, well, you you can't use computers as good as I can. They're trying to prove themselves. And Mm. uh, there's... It creates this gap again between the generations when both generations and when everybody in this organization from, from young to old, from new to veteran, um, from female to male to other genders, everybody in the organization, everyone has something to offer
1: everybody has something to offer lana and you said a couple of things say uh the older you people to too. yeah you know using the laptop and computers and smartphones and all the rest of it right these are technologies these are skills right and back in the days those technologies weren't there so they couldn't do it right but let's not hit each other with those kind of stones and mm-hmm. damage hurt each other uh, i would i would say you know what listen Everybody, with all our differences, with all our background, with all our uh, personalities, we are there for one big, one purpose, right? And the purpose is that we are working for the same reasons. We are building this business. We are staying in job. We are going to, we are making a great living. You know, we love over here, right? So if that becomes the purpose, then a support structure starts to build up there mm-hmm. you know the the, the the younger people uh will say you know what hey granddad if you if you don't know how to use the ipad or whatever it is you know i can help you it's actually straightforward mm-hmm. and, the, and the and the and the granddad can say to them you know you know listen man you know with the experience that i had and the mistakes i've made in, in my jobs you know i can help you prevent those mistakes from happening and that is almost like you become like a mentor like a coach to these people and the younger people are coaching the older people and the older people are coaching the younger people yes it's is this exciting. kind of some kind of a dream that i'm dreaming lana or is it can this be possible
0: <laughs> well let us keep on speaking about it so we can make it possible and that's what we that's what we want to do We wanna bring teams even closer together. We want every team member to see each other's specialties, to see each other's uniqueness, strengths, and drive from each other's strengths, learn from each other's strengths and work together rather than just picking at each other or whatnot. Like, no, we are here to work together to achieve the same goal. We will be wasting time, effort, energy in trying to fight for something that is ours, not just an individual's.
1: You know, something that I, 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 I have done this at my workplace a long time ago. Uh, you know, I say we all go as, as skillful people, they employ us, they give us training, and we become good at what we do, right? And that's great. But the moment when we see uh, the communication is not clear, uh, things that are promised are never delivered to us, right? Uh, And uh, when we feel like somebody's treated special than us, what happens is that if I felt that I was, I'm not getting the same fairness treatment like everybody else, I will immediately start thinking, I'm going to do less now. I'm going to try and just waste my time and not be productive I have to take some sort of revenge back or give them something back now because they're not looking at me and this kind of thing we should try and prevent it from happening in the first place especially now I'm looking back and I used to work I I used to just think you know what I'm not going to do it if they're not doing it I'm not going to do it although I could have done it. So my attitude becomes bad towards things. So it's, it's a circle that you don't want to enter into because it just brings you down, it it's, it's just swirls you down and down. So I would say, be aware, equality and equity are two brilliant words and they can be interlinked and they can work in harmony. Once we start speaking to people And ask them, now, if they don't have the time, if the HR doesn't have the time, hey, you know what? Happy work environment is exactly about that. We have the time if you have the inclination, right? We are there to serve people, to make companies become more successful, only because we understand, we have experienced these things. Hence, we talk about it in our podcast.
0: And we focus on the happiness of everybody and that's the happiness of the employees when we have nice easy beautiful communication between each other and prosperity will grow from clear respectful communication that is open and that is transparent and that is driven towards a common goal and a common vision David, let's conclude our podcast for today. How can we summarize everything that we said right now in order to help our listeners?
1: My summary is very simple. You run a big organization. You've got more than 100 employees or you've got 500 or 1,000 employees. And it's a monumental task, right? And talk to them and ask them, is this something that is bothering them and can they come and speak to you? Keep the communication transparent, open, non-judgmental. Let people just come and speak to you. And then from there, you'll have a better understanding of who's inside your organization. Why are they here? What are they there to offer you? And you provide the equity they need to perform to their highest level. That's it.
0: Yes, and it's really important when we want to gauge the happiness of our organization, is that we want to understand how people are feeling about the quality and the equity in the organization do they feel things are fair in terms of money in terms of promotions in terms of the the dealings between them their clients and them and their peers and their managers and Do they feel that they are being listened to, they are being heard, and the organization is constantly working towards their happiness, their wellness, because they can perform even better and better for you. We wanna hear what you feel about all of this. What do you think? What is your feedback? How do you want us to help you to implement more equality and more equity in your workplace and to gauge the happiness of your organization because that's what we want to do is help you gauge the happiness and help you increase the existing happiness that you have even more so you can have high performing employees. Contact us at smile at happyworkenvironment.com. Check our really cool website on www.happyworkenvironment.com. And if you like this episode, share it with your managers, share it with your peers, share it with your team, share it with your friends. We want to help you be happy at work. Bye for now.